going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. The bar. Yo, 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 my peoples, we're back again. It's the VAR Bar Podcast. What are my boys saying? What are you man saying? What's good? Yo, my brother. Yo, all good, man. Yeah. Out there, out there. Cheese. Cheese. Calvin, you're sounding, you're sounding a bit more, you got a bit of life in your voice right now. You good? Yeah, man. I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling nice. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm all right, brother. As good as I could be. Um, Tabo, you're feeling a bit happy now because obviously some results happened this weekend that we'll go into later. Um, how are you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. <laughs> um, yeah, man, we're going to kick it off. And uh, there's a new inductee in the Premier League, um, 100 goals, all the way from Senegal. Shout out, Sadio Mane. Sadio. Um, bro, um, what an achievement, man. Um, he's, he's just hit the... Since like Southampton, he, he had that kick of life. And then, yeah, that move to Liverpool just boosted him. Andy, being a Liverpool fan yourself, um, how much of an achievement is this for your boy? Obviously, it's an amazing achievement, um, especially him doing it from the wing. Um, I don't think he's ever played in a number nine position. Um, he's never taken a penalty for Southampton or Liverpool as well. So this this will go down in the record books, man. I think he's one of three to do it. Les Ferdinand and Emil Heskey has done it before him. Um, but both of them, of course, are strikers. So I think, yeah, it's a legendary achievement, man, for I sure. I saw that, Andy, exactly that fact that you just said he's one or three players to only do it without scoring a pen ever. That's so nuts. Yeah, man, I have to put respect on his name. Obviously, I've been a bit hard on him um, last season and the start of this season as well. Um, but yeah, eventually got it. He eventually got the 100 goals, uh, played a good game as well. Let's see if he'll continue it, man. Let's see. Does he still hold the record for the fastest hat trick in the Prem? I think so. I think he should. He still does. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That was at Southampton, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Monia, do you remember? Do you remember when we um when we signed um this was before Varbar, it? But when we signed Sadio Mane, and like certains, they're not even here yet. But certains was screaming like ah, basically most people were laughing at us because we were happy about the Sadio Mane Mane signing. A certain man was saying, why, why are we gloating about signing Sergio Mane? And now look, life is funny. I actually, I actually do remember that as well. I mean, there was a bit <laughs> of um, uncertainty from other fans on the move. They are not here, but they listen to the pod, so I'm going <laughs> to say it. You get me? Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, that redacted, yeah? No, 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 no. That poet slash battle rapper, that Donny. Mad. <laughs> Mad. Um, say less, say less. Yeah, he's definitely answered the haters there. Um, and obviously, you know, he's 100 and not out. So we shall expect many more goals. Um, and I believe, um, correct me if I'm wrong, in the same match which we'll go into, where Mane scored his 100th goal, uh, I think Salah's overtaken or is now equal to Drogba? As the, equal. Equal, yeah. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> yeah, man, the Africans at uh, Liverpool doing it big. Um, so just the next bit of news that I saw this week, which kind of disappointed me. I think a few of you guys also did see this. Uh, there was a meeting scheduled to discuss, I think it was online racism or just, I don't, I don't think it was racism in general in football, but 
Um, there's an open invite to the Premier League clubs, um, and which from the 20, only three, maybe four, responded to going. Um, I just want to get you guys your views on this because for me, that's so disappointing. Um, we talk about kick it out, making a change. Like, you, you want to think, oh, there's a reason why they've not accepted, but you're thinking, what put possible reason could they be for them not to turn up so did they have did they have like a window in which they had to respond to the invite and did they did they actually say no or they just didn't respond to you if you know um so what i read was it was an open invite i'm just getting up here and from that um bear with me um the clubs they're not the thing the funny thing is what i thought they would have done is they would have named the clubs that um said yes but yeah. they've not named at all. But basically, it was like an they have us where now. Well, I've not seen the clubs, but the police wanted to talk to them about how they can work together to battle online racism. Um, and then again, I mean, it was 92 clubs, it was the whole of football, the football league, but just picking up the Premier League, um, only three, um, um yeah, clubs. and CE, Brentford, and um, Norwich, they're the three that accepted it, and the others just didn't respond or said no. I, I assume not, they didn't respond. Not, not right? responding is a no mm. to me, man. That's ridiculous. To be yeah, honest. to be honest, yeah. Yes. And out of the 92 teams in the Football League, um, only 49 um, responded. So, yeah, it's, it says a lot. Um, are we really trying to make a change? But like Andy said there, no response is a no. Um, mm. Surely you should be giving something back. And it's good to see that, you know, um, the police... Um, the person that set this up, a um, guy called Mark Roberts, is a constable, whatever. They they're trying to action something, you know, like they're actually trying to be proactive about it and looking to actually do something about it. But but Munya, um, it's just to be clear, it's online racist abuse. That's yeah. what. So that's what the police are asking clubs to you know have a conversation about. But the the problem is, is very. It's a very and wide conversation to have because you need to inv- invite and involve the social media p- um, companies because what what are the police going going to do in regards to finding people who are race like who are haven't they haven't they arrested and jailed someone in the UK they yeah. they arrested him but he was given a suspended sentence okay but so essentially you you need social media companies in these conversations because the, there's a li- there's the limit the police can do in terms of finding, like, well, I'll call them perpetrators, but people who are who are out there um, b- being racist to players. So there has to be just, it's not only, I guess, clubs. You have to bring in the, the social media companies. And I get it. I can see if, that, if this is the reason, I can see why other clubs would just refuse to have this conversation. And... Shalom, like I completely agree with what you're saying. And I think obviously, yeah, um, the social media companies need to do more. But I feel for me, it's a start. You've got to start somewhere. Um, if we can get like a group or whatnot, maybe this is what they're trying to do. Mm. Go to the social media to so have some sort of like um like like a like a support of, of for all these clubs, and then you know it make more noise than just having a few yeah i think it's important to come together to at least start a conversation rather than to just outright just not respond do you know what i mean it's yeah i I, yeah i I, I feel like it's more of the clubs and social media um, companies than the police than the police than clubs because the 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 racist abuse happens on these platforms 
So why wouldn't you involve the owners of these platforms? So you know what I mean? Like I do, I do get you, but I mean, the invite was put out initially to the clubs, right? Yeah. So they they can choose whether to respond to be involved or not, and it seems like a large a large portion of Premier League clubs have decided not to respond. So, I mean, yes, I do agree. Social media uh, companies and platforms do have to be involved, but I mean, it's concerning players at their clubs. Do you understand? So the racist abuse that's being written on these social media platforms is about these players. So why wouldn't you want your club to be involved? I don't, I don't know. Doesn't make sense to me. Um, But I'm sure we will hear more um, as the weeks go on and maybe, you know, get responses from clubs and potentially they might release statements, but who knows, but it'll be interesting to see why they declined. But yeah, we'll see. But I mean, I think, it's just time to get to the shits, man, as Andy would say, because it's been an eventful um, weekend in the Premier League. Some feisty games, um, and we're obviously going to talk about Newcastle's first game with the new owners, which had a buzz. But we're going to go to the Walker Stadium, where Leicester hosted Man United in what was probably one of the thrilling games of the weekend. Um, <laughs> Absolute goals galore. Um <laughs> Want to shout out Mason Gunwoods, man. Great uh, goals, man, in that game. Great goals, I must say. What a, I think that was probably Tillemans was good, but mate, that left foot of um Gunwoods, <laughs> mate, he clarted that. Um, Schmarco had no chance, however, that was not enough for United. Um, although they took the lead once, I believe, or twice. Um, Leicester came out overall winners. Um, and I think it's it's safe to say let's start let's start with um PR man because um in a game that you thought oh you've got a tough run with fixtures you could probably pick up something here because you're gonna get harder games these games have not started well for you um how did you see that game for you um I mean oh it's just she's was it that bad <laughs> but when is when is Liverpool he has mouth uh, <laughs> oh man um, boy okay so yeah the goal went in um, Mason Greenwood scored his goal um, but prior to that if I'm honest with you Leicester were doing um, all the right things in terms of uh, the, the high press um, you know making our defenders uncomfortable whenever they got the ball um, you know uh, we had Harry Maguire that was starting the game um, even though there was questions around his fitness I think uh, he'd only had um, like one uh, one training session on the grass. And um, to me, that's you, to put him into a game of this magnitude against such players like Vardy, like Ihanacho, that love the press, you know, Madison, um, that will, you know, make a defender, a defender uncomfortable regardless of whether they're fit or not. But to put an unfit defender like Harry Maguire in that situation probably was another... Uh, another mistake uh, on on Ole's part. I don't think he should have he should have started him. I don't think he should have played him at all. Um, and he had a, a really really bad game. But that's not taking anything away from the way Leicester played, man. Um, I think, like I said to you, they were doing um, all all the right things without the ball. Um, Ihanacho, Vardy working their socks off, um, initiating the press, um, and really and truly, if I'm honest with you, I think the game was won through their midfield. 
Um, and them just, I mean, Tillemans was running the show. He ran the show from start to finish with Matt, with Madison in midfield as well. Madison making great runs um, in behind or into the final third of play. Tillemans was just picking, and they were just picking each other out like throughout the game, um, breaking the lines quite easily. Once you get, once you, and I feel like this is kind of a common theme playing playing United anyway. Once you once you break the lines, um, sort of in that middle third. You you're always in with a chance to create something because there's just there isn't enough st- stability in there. I mean, Matic was doing what he could, um, trying to to put out fires here and there. But we all know that defensively, Pogba, you know, he's as fantastic player as he is. He's not. He doesn't have that. You know, the, the defensive capabilities in his game. So you know, he was giving away free kicks. Madison was going down. And they would, yeah, man, they just, they were by far the better team. And, you know, we got our two goals, but I don't think it was um, a reflection of how the game went. They they were much, much better than us and they deserve to win. So, yeah, man, yeah, peak, very, very peak. Damaging report there. And I think what you mentioned was um, the unfit Harry Maguire, um, yeah. which I thought was a bit of a rush. And to me, um, I felt like three of the four goals were because of Maguire. Um, he really cost mm. you that game. Um, mm-hmm. But Jake, do you think Ole made the right thing by just taking this risk and playing Maguire? Uh, obviously not. Like, if it turned out all right, then yeah, he he gets seen as a, um, it gets seen as a good choice, doesn't it, if it pulls off. But you're absolutely right. Like, I think you can blame all four on him, partially or fully. Like, Boy, but, <laughs> sorry, that, that one Basaka though, what was he doing, man? Like, yeah, yeah. Ball, I, I, he, he's man. definitely more to blame for that goal, without a doubt. But like, I think Perez hit it on the nail. Like you've got you've seen him on the train pitch once from this injury. What's Ole thinking in going, yeah, yeah, do you know what? He looks good enough to play. Well, Jake, like, Ole, Ole said that he didn't feel pain, so he was ready to go. Well, he Maybe it's not a pain thing, but he just there was no sharpness to him whatsoever. Like he just looked dull. Like his decision making was delayed. There was no confidence there whatsoever. Like he's just it's hard it's hard to explain. It looked like him. a mental thing to me, man. It looked like yeah. mentally he wasn't he was somewhere else in it, his head. That's it, what it looked, looked like to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, I agreed. I agree with Drew. I've, you could almost say like Maybe it was a last-minute decision. I think Maguire's probably preparing himself not to play the game. Like, oh, I'll get a rest here, then I'll get the run out in the Champions League. And then only maybe gone last minute, like, do you know what? We do need you to play. And it's just having to, like, put that switch on, which is completely different. And especially when you're playing, like, Leicester, who, whilst on bad form, like, their two strikers are proven in the Premier League. Like, you can't just take the day off against them, especially with that crowd as well. So, yeah, they're all round... You know, it was shit. Like, call, call a spade a spade. Um, Shalom. Um, Brendan, obviously one that was linked to an Arsenal job and has potentially been linked to the potential vacant um, Newcastle job. Yeah. Do you think you got it right against United or was it just United just were very poor? I think any club that goes to Leicester to play against them should expect a game. Um <clears throat> The problem about Leicester is most of the time they offer it. Some of sometimes the they produce a very re, a, a bad games, but it's it's against United. They're gonna be up for it. 
you know, obviously, you know, we do our um, prediction things on on the, the WhatsApp group, and you noted I put Leicester because I saw Leicester oh, winning right, this game. Mate. Jesus, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you, yeah. Shalom? Yeah, I put Leicester. <laughs> well done. Fortune, fortune teller over here. <laughs> Sorry, Prez, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I put Leicester because I I thought this is a game Leicester would win. They're at home. They're going to play well. Leicester are one of the teams in the, in the league that actually have very good players. So on their day, they're very dangerous. And playing a United team that, let's face it, Ronaldo ha- has been saving the ass. You, it's, it, it's, it, it was just for me, Leicester winning that game. So yeah, Brendan, to answer your question, Brendan's a great manager. It, going to Newcastle will be a steal for Newcastle, to be honest. But um, he shut that down. He did shut shut that down. But you don't want to look like you know, mm. like you're grabby, like a Jose saying that he he has an that emotional. Jose. Didn't, didn't he shut down the rumors when he was at Celtic, like about the Leicester? He did. He did as well. He did that as well. Yeah, exactly. So he's, yeah, he's a criminal anyway, man. Andy told me about that Brendan fam. It's like, <laughs> right, that guy, bro. From the paycheck, boy, brother. <laughs> if you clear that check within two hours, he's there. <laughs> No, but we'll see what happens. Like, obviously, you know, every manager being respectful to Steve Bruce, who's been probably the best profession handling this. Imagine knowing you're going to get sacked and you're having to still do your job. Like, shout out Steve Bruce, man. Um, but sticking to this game before we move, I know Mitch and Tabs, you might have gone quiet. I thought you had a lot to say about United. Here's your chance. Or you man like shout yeah you what, what, one thing that I do, sorry before you man go yeah like one <laughs> one thing that I want want to bring is is something interesting that Tabs Tab said um when we were discussing the game and I want I want to get the, the opinion of everyone else and I think it was is about Ronaldo basically and you know obviously he's he's coming to the team he scored you know five goals in seven games but you know is his presence is his you know the fact that he's starting is that taken away from uh, the the young players that we have, the young forward players that we have, and them being able to express themselves because it's almost like the Ronaldo show kind of thing. I think that's what Tabo was trying to say, but if if it wasn't, yes, then that, then elaborate. That, no, that's, yeah, that's, I agree with Tabs. I, I agree with Tabs. But Tabs, do you want to say something or? No, 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 no. Um, it's for everyone else. To you know, you know what? You know, I genuinely I disagree with that one. And obviously. People will say I've got my Ronaldo hat on, but I genuinely don't. When you've got a player like that, of that stature, um, just from thinking about myself, if I was playing with, let's say, an idol of mine, let's say Thierry Henry, I would step up a, I'd step up a gear. I'd be like, you know what? I've got to play with him. I wouldn't think, oh, do you know what? It's the Henry show. I wouldn't think like that. So mm, just football, a, Mitch, man. I mean, no, no, exactly. But the, like, the, you you the, want to exactly. play around better players because it will actually elevate you as a younger player and yeah he's not even playing in the direct position as any of the players that the younger players that Tarbo is referring to so I really uh, don't see where well, he's come, he's come well, up with well like, my, my position is more of like in terms of like a business future sense in my opinion Ronaldo was more suited to City than United in my opinion, I felt like United has a, does have a lot of young, talented players that you needed to give time to. Um, and Ronaldo's okay. currently but, taking but that, how, that time. Yes, how, I do. Yes, I do agree. In what way, though? 
What do you what do you mean what way? Uh, in, 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 I mean well, example, I'm, I'm for example, you, in what way is he taking okay. away from the other players? Like okay, it can't, okay. It can't if, be positionally. And if you take out if you position. take out okay, that's fine, but as a manager, you work around that. But if you take out Ronaldo's minutes and give it to someone like Greenwood or Rashford or current that that line okay, that, so, that, that, okay, that's so, wait, 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 Toast, finish your point and then Shalom will answer. Sorry, for me, I, I mean, I, I just need a bit more clarity from on Shalom and Tabo's point because, I mean, I, I feel like I've made my point pretty clear in terms that it can't be positionally. Um, but if we're talking personnel-wise, we can obviously eliminate Rashford already because, I mean, Rashford not only scored yesterday, but yesterday was his first game of the season. Um, in terms of Greenwood, I definitely feel as if, um, I, guess, I guess an argument could be made there, but at the same time, we have seen Greenwood play um, as almost like a winger or as part of a free. So, I mean, you're not going to expect Greenwood to be playing as the nine when Ronaldo's in the team. But Greenwood still does have an effect. He, he has the ability to use both feet to come in. Like, to come in. So, I don't know. I'm trying to... Bro, that, 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 that Greenwood, okay. that Greenwood don't look for Ronaldo, you know. Okay, okay. okay. Let, me, let, me, let me answer the question. Go on, Shalom. The way I look at it is, if United doesn't win a, a title or trophy within the time Ronaldo is currently in the team to, to he leaves, it's a bad decision because you're only bringing you're you're bringing Ronaldo to ring to help the team win trophies. Yes or no? So if that's a yes and it doesn't happen, then it's a bad decision. If well, that's you know, even even if it, even even if even if it scores like twenty five to thirty or something, it, it does it it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because at that time you might as well give it to I, the, the I feel young like box. Two different points. I feel no, like hold on, hold on. Can I just? I feel feel like like my point was different. No, let me can say I, my point I, so people understand the position. On go on tops. So what I was merely looking at, and Charb did this yesterday, where he did what toasted about. Oh, Rashford's only just come back and he scored, and he, you know he's not playing. What mm-hmm. I meant was this was the season. If you remember when Char, uh, uh, Prez, everyone was like, all right, Sancho's going to come. And then the project will begin of Rashford, Sancho and um, Greenwood, right? And then whoever's in and around, Martial, all these type of guys. However, when Ronaldo's come into the team, now those, someone has to miss out. Someone is okay, so are you, are you telling me that Sancho's oh. not getting the minutes because Ronaldo's playing for Man United right but now? But this is what saying. I said, that look at it from... The rest of the season, I'm not. I wasn't just talking about what's happened so far. I'm saying the way that I look at it, right, is right now Ronaldo. If he doesn't score, he actually is not contributing anything to the team. What's that got to do with Sancho that, not getting minutes? Or how, Sancho, or how about, Sancho? Or how? Yeah, Sancho he won't. Support, he won't. Or Sancho's I, development no, no, no. at United. Please explain. It will. Please it, will explain it will affect because how? How? explain. Explain. Well, duh, he will not play because Ronaldo will be... But he is uh, been playing. He's been playing. playing. Sancho's been getting minutes. Yes, but that's like why games. Hold on, no listen. Goals that's assist. why I said... That's why I said stop about? being... Bro, that's why I said to you, stop being closed-minded, talking about the past. I said, do you think this is going to... What, yeah? what past? What past have I brought up? Bro, you're, you're talking about... Like, for instance, you brought up Rashford, yeah? It's one game. And I'm saying, yes, Rashford is now here. So that hey, is going to create more of a problem. Hey, bro, you keep on, cutting... Come on, come on. No, no, no. I'm going to let him go. I think you're... Bro, it's not even... It's not even an agenda. I've got a question with Tabo. I've got a question with Tabo. Who would you say Ronaldo's taking minutes off? Bro, it's not about currently taking the minutes off. What I'm saying is, for example, yesterday, Ronaldo did nothing against Leicester City... And he was not sacrificed clearly because he was Ronaldo. 
But nor did the other 10 players on the pitch. But uh, but then we go back to positionally. Even if Ronaldo has had okay, a bad so game, it's, San- it's Sancho going to play it's nice. Not, it's not even like, about what? a bad game. Ronaldo's yeah, just going to be kept... About? Bro, Ronaldo's just going to be kept on the pitch, yeah? Even if he's because not he, performing. He that is Ronaldo. my point. Because he is but Ronaldo. That is, to, that's my no, point. No, that is going to block, that's gonna block no, the youngsters me, in the future. Right, let me, let me come uh, that was my point. No, can Which I, can I, that was my point. Can I land? What the hell? Can I Basically, let me understand something. If you've got a player like Ronaldo on the pitch, what what's your first thought as a defender? As a defender and you see Ronaldo. Yeah, you have to look for him at all times. I need to keep my eye on him. What that does is clearly open up space for the other for the other attackers. That's what should happen. Because it's the same thing with Messi. Messi might not be doing anything the whole game. However, but Messi defenders... does something. No, no, no. no. Let's not do Ronaldo and Messi. Let him land, man. Let him land. Let's say that one game. Let's say that one one game that Messi doesn't do anything. Messi is still going to be the defenders and midfielders are still going to keep an eye on him because they think you, you know what if we line. give him if we give him a second if we give him a chance he's going to score so why would you t- then take off the player that the defenders that keep the on the ninth for ninety Brent. minutes they have to yeah. so Brent, 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 Brent Rogers, you know Brendan Rodgers before the game question, right Brendan uh-huh. Rodgers before the game would have said right. Do not give Ronaldo a yard of space. Do not let him win the ball in the air. Do not give him a, let him get a clear shot on goal. Facts. And he would have said that to all his defenders. Yeah. So if you take off Ronaldo now, he's going to say, you know what? You haven't got to get as tight as them. No, because no one's saying it, that Ronaldo shouldn't play, by the way. I didn't I didn't ever once say that because he's Ronaldo, like he said. But you said However, he's blocking said, the young boys. I said, I said it could it could then block for the young boys in the future. For example, yesterday, Ronaldo did nothing and he will probably not come off in a game like that. And that is gonna that's gonna happen and keep happening. And now that Rashford has also been added to the equation, right? Now, as you rightfully said, he's been added to the equation. So that's gonna create more of a you know competition for the guys that need to be developing. Whereas Ronaldo is clearly in his final days. We know this. But, um, this might be the worst point I've ever heard, honestly. Toast, you've been hey, against it because you're a Ronaldo fan. No, no, no. Bro, no, no. you're waffling. And you've not. Bro, bro, there's no waffle. No, yesterday Ronaldo was Bro, how can I take you seriously? So, even United fans are saying it. That's the problem. United fans are saying it. But when a man started talking about Ronaldo and just can't not, not bring up Messi, I knew it was all over from there. What? Norman, I didn't bring up Messi. Norman I didn't bring up Messi. I didn't bring up Messi, uh, by the way. Uh, what Shalom said, um, Ronaldo's been brought in to win trophies. I think this would be a great thing to see when the season ends. Will one see if he has stopped the progress of any United's young star? Because we can come back and reflect on this. Like, Tabo, you made a good... Well, <laughs> some made a point. point. But um, you made a point. Thanks, Prez. Um... But we can see at the end of the season was someone affected by this. But as though Shalom, what he said is if United don't win any trophies, then we can like look back and see what, what was another bought in for. But yeah, we'll, we'll come to this. Um, it's time to move on because boy, we'll, we'll be we'll be on this for a while. <laughs> to the next game, um, which was well, it was it was it was hosted. I mean, it would have been a normal game. You'd have thought, ah, Spurs Newcastle. Nothing game. Only Spurs fans and Newcastle fans will be watching this with interest. However, um, as we all know, the pre-match build-up of the first game with the new owners um, uh, sold out St. James's Park. Uh, Mike Ashley is nowhere to be seen. It, it was a big one for the Newcastle fans and it kicked off in, I mean, what, what every Newcastle fan would have dreamed of. Uh, and probably Spurs fans were just thinking, oh no, we're, we're doing Spursy again. Um 
we all know Newcastle took an early lead. I think it was like two minutes, not even two minutes. However, um, as some of us said in the chat, um, Newcastle are big shit and Spurs will come and spoil the party. Um, no more service resumed as Spurs left as 3-1 winners. Also, Harry Kane, or as Calvin says, Sir Harold, got back on the score sheet as well, uh, even with an assist. So first goal and assist this season. Um, Calvin, you were worried before this game. Like I told you, there's nothing to be worried about. Uh, yeah, nah. I mean, when I saw all the fans and the colours and the noise and the atmosphere, I was thinking, boy, this could be long, you know. Um, I knew they'd come at the traps early. And then when they got the early goal, I was thinking, here we go. Like, this is going to be a typical Spursy performance, like you, like you said. But yeah, in the end, we just kind of gathered our, our heads, kind of got back into the game. And then when, when Ndombele scored, we kind of gained control. So yeah, happy with that, really, in the end. Happy with... Um, actually, no, sorry. You're not actually happy um, with Sir Harold because you said you felt nothing when he scored. Did you even celebrate or not? Yeah, it's, it's a weird feeling, man. Like... Obviously, the relationship between, like, well, myself personally and Kane is definitely strained. Like, I can't talk about every Spurs fan, but I just thought when he scores now, I don't have that same kind of kind of happiness. Maybe it's because it's in a, I wouldn't say a nothing game, but in a in a in a game where there's not that much importance. I think if it was a cup final or something, maybe I'd be a bit more gassed. But yeah, it's a bit. I'm happy, obviously, that he scored and it's helped us and got an assist, which which has helped us get the win. But in terms of like me being gassed that Kane scored it's just not there at the moment but yeah I guess it shuts a few people up that's the only good thing boy I mean yeah we, we're going to get into that one about shutting a few people up yeah you know who you are as well but uh, I'm, 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 I'm getting ready Um but me outside Calvin so yeah <laughs> Andy has I mean Cal, okay before we get into this so Calvin Andy has out and openly said Kane is finished to what degree do you agree with that nothing zero nothing like yeah okay cool he's had a slow start to a certain extent he's not looked great for us he's not looked great for England um but he's no way is he finished I mean he's come off the back of a his arguably his best season winning the golden boot and the, the playmaker award he's then obviously gone to the Euros got four goals in that all the speculation about him will he stay will he go He's been forced to stay because let's be honest, he wanted to go. That's obviously had a mental effect on him and he's looked poor. But there's no way a guy that has gone from being one of the best players in the league four or five months ago to being finished. It doesn't happen like that. Obviously, he's had to overcome a few things and we've not been playing the best either. Like we know, I, I've been vocal about the football under Nuno. I brought the stats. We've been poor and yeah, we've picked up over the last couple of weeks um, and that obviously hasn't helped him. But I think a player of his quality and his ability world class he's not going to lose it within that amount of time so I think over the course of the season we will see him we will see him and we know he's going to be up there but to say he's finished I think it's just very very like I think think like yeah Andy I was going to say sorry people might want to know why you feel it's finished I'm going to give you the chance to explain look so far in these games yeah like just in all competitions apart from that conference league where he's playing against you know yeah. <laughs> basically um, Harry Kane like just on a physical tip looks done like last season as you mentioned last season where he was even doing the playmaking stuff dropping back even like collecting the ball from the halfway line and running with it I'm not even seeing him doing that too tough um, in the games anymore um, 
runs like even like just runs to create space. Nothing that he, no, nothing like that. I know Kane. He, he's a he's a player that you know he he likes to walk around the pitch a lot. He doesn't make runs like that or going behind. I know that. But now, even like his goal scoring touch, is looking like it's 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 not there. At least in the Premier League for England, at least in a, in the conference, I've seen he's back. Then he showed that he, he can do it. But when I say he's done or finished, quote unquote, it's more to his standard. So it's not like he's you know like, caught on call. Said, nah, that's not that's not what I'm saying. It's not a call on call, but <laughs> to his standard, I think he's done. And you know, I think he will struggle to get like 15 goals this season in the Premier League. Disagree, I, I, man. I don't understand man. how you can say that though. Like, Disagree. You got you have to remember. Yeah, we have been playing very very badly under Nuno. Yes, we've won he's a lot. Played two badly games. last season, and he was still head and shoulders no, doing the most. I understand that, but even like when we played bad under under Jose, we still had more of an attacking threat. Than we have under Nuno this season. Other than the last two games where we've looked a lot better, yeah, we've been poor in every game this season. And yeah, we picked up wins. So I can't really solely blame Harry Kane. Yes, I agree physically he's not where he was, especially under Pochettino when we used to press from the front and things like that. And he's had a lot of injuries and he's had to adapt his game. But he's he's probably tired as well, man. Like he's had a long season. Then he's gone into the Euros. Like a That's lot of fine. other players. So I'm not so, done, bro. So no, 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 no. But what I'm saying is you need to take time and give give him time to obviously get back into it and I think and I think as well and I think as well he well did you watch the game today because he's making a lot of runs I watched the game today and, and, and he was today. and he was, he was that's what today. I mean so I think it's just a case of being patient and understanding the situation that's happened I think like I've been critical myself as a, as a Spurs fan there's an expectancy and expectation <laughs> and obviously him wanting to leave it highlights it more oh, he wanted to leave now he's not playing well so it it's it's more like oh he's he don't want to be there his head's not Head's not in it, and I've said it myself, so I don't want to be a hypocrite. But in terms of if he's finished, there's no way, man. And I know nine out of ten people would say he's not finished. But is he, is he, is he, is he like, what are you telling me this season, goals wise? What is he returning? Listen, if we can, if we can play how we have the last two games, yeah, actually trying to attack, trying to create chances and play to our strengths, which are Son and Kane, let's be real, then he'll score 15 goals, 15, 20 goals in, in this season without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, he's got his first one today. Yeah, there's another, thir- well, I don't know, 30 odd games. games. Yeah, like who's to say? Listen, he can easily get 15 to 20 goals a season in the next 30 games. Not a problem. Right. I honestly feel That's like same, he just needed to see the net bulge, man. Now, like, he smelt blood. I mean, Kane's back to his. I mean, you saw today, like, that that was the Kane of last season, man. But Mentally, the thing is, you know, Kane and Newcastle in- as well, bro. He loves Newcastle. So that's not even a. I mean, that's not even a barometer for me. We we need to kind of see it. But on Kane stretch, Kane right? loves Arsenal as well, and he didn't he didn't perform in that game. So I think it's a case of Spurs have been very poor this season. Yeah, I don't care about the league or where we are at the moment. Yeah, we've not played well, but the last two games we have played well. We picked up maximum points. If we play like that, he will score goals. There's no doubt about it. Carvin, do you think there's any incentive for for Kane to play well? Um, I think as a professional, yeah, like he's obviously a model pro. Like I don't know him personally, but based on what everyone says, you know, he's obviously said he wants to leave, and that's fine. He didn't want to train, whatever else. But I think now that's been put to bed, and he's committed himself at least for this season. Then one hundred percent, he's got. At the end of the day, he's at Spurs. He loves the club. There's no doubt about that. It's the only club he's ever been at. Um, does he want to win a trophy with this club? Yeah, one hundred percent. So and he wants the records, he wants the goals, he wants to be up there at the end of the season with, with the other big names. So there's no doubt the motivation and that that want is going to be there for him, in my opinion, anyway. 
I mean, similar to what we were saying before um, with the Ronaldo thing, it would be good to see what happens at the end of the season. Just like Andy's claim that Kane will not get... So what Andy's saying, he'll get 15 max. So he won't get... Anything right. I, I don't think he'll get more than 15 in the Prem. Well, will we back? Um, do you want to run a, a, a side bet? I do, now? man. I do. 25 uh, euro pounds. Yeah. I told be careful, man, because you see Nuno. Don't think I'm... <laughs> Nah, no, we should, no, it's, not, on, it's on tape now, brother. It's on tape. Me in it. I'll enter office, innit? Toast. Are you, are you really going to bat noon? All right, cool. Do your thing, man. <laughs> Don't worry, bro. Hello. On behalf of our bar, um, we do say bet responsibly. Um, when the fun <laughs> 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 um, but, Yeah, feel free to do your bets, man. Then. Um, but obviously, you know, there was another occasion, big occasion, as I mentioned at the start. Um, in this new era for Newcastle, as I mentioned, Newcastle are big shit. Um, however, guys, obviously, do, do we see the potential of something special here for Newcastle? No, they're going down. <laughs> I, I said this though, they could get their pants. Good. You know, they're rubbish. Yeah, like this is obviously their team ain't changing in it for now, right? Yeah, they've got money, but right now, this team is the only team worse than them is Norwich. So I don't see how they stay in the league. Yes, in the future, they've obviously got time, they've got money, they're going to have a, a lot of financial backing, but they're going to have to take a step back to take a step forward, in my opinion. I think they'll get relegated, um, clearly. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you want me to put out the receipts? What you said in another <laughs> chat today? I said they'll get relegated. You didn't. You said that they're going to stay up because they've got a um, project in January. Yeah, that's what I was getting mm. to, but you didn't oh, let me know. Oh, oh my so, day. So, so man is doing two faces. <laughs> wait, what did I, wait, what did I just say? What did I just say? I just Check said, I don't think... You're having a stinker today, mate. They're going to Are you okay? I said, man I don't call think... Man, I'm calling you a biker mice from Bex. Wait, hold on, hold on. I just said... <laughs> wait, can I say something? Can I say wait, something? They've, got, they've got three points. <laughs> no, I said, I don't think they're going to get relegated, so I don't get what Munoz's point is. Wait, did you not put in the chat that... um? You just said now they're going to get relegated. I said, I don't think they're going to get relegated. Oh, sorry. My bad. My bad. Okay. Really? I heard you say they're going to get relegated. But I said, I don't think they're going to get relegated. It's Everyone's on anyway. Tabo's neck today, isn't it? Yeah, yeah like, like fam. <laughs> no, no. All I'm saying is I heard. I heard what Monja heard. But if you didn't say it, my apologies. So you yeah, my apologies. Prez, you better, I don't know, do something. What the hell? Anyway, as I was saying... um. As I was saying, I don't think they'll go down, um, clearly because in January they'll probably be doing like, you know, some business, get a couple of players in um, that can do something for them for the rest of the season. And after watching Watford, as we know, Norwich, um, uh, Pants, I don't think Newcastle, uh, you know, there's a good chance that they'll stay up, man. That's that's my personal opinion. There's a there's a good there's a good four or five pants teams, you know. So yeah, that's what I mean. It should be tight, man. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Uh, personally, I don't think that they'll they'll ensure that you know because I'm hearing there's like a young 200, 200 milli kitty. I that. mean, if they do if they do get ready, get I think it will be harder for them because oh, yeah. yeah, imagine trying to attract players in the championship. That was just going to be a pain. I mean, it's still going to be a pain to be honest. Um, I I think it would go ahead, Munya. Because you're right, because people would want to even leave at Newcastle. Could you think, could you see ASM playing in the Championship? Do you see Callum Wilson playing? Bro, they've been relegated no. twice before. They kept some of their big players. No, when they have bill, a billionaire like running their team. Nah. Bro, they will, nah, spl- they will give them the peace, bro. Nah, what are you talking about? Nah, oh, man. Guys, I don't, you know, I don't. Sorry to interrupt. What were you going to say? Sorry. 
I was going to say, um, essentially, it's in their best interest to stay in the league because the difference, in my opinion, between Newcastle and City is that City didn't have the, doesn't didn't have the history at that time to attract players that quick. I think Newcastle, if they can turn it around and stay in the league, they have the clout to attract better players. So it's 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 now best for it's in the league's best interest for Newcastle to get relegated. That's my opinion, Newcastle. That, that was going to be my next open question to you, because Shalom, you just kind of answered it. What, what's going to attract players to come to Newcastle, though? I don't get it. Like, money. I, I, no, uh, what, sorry, man? Apart, apart from the money. Sorry. No, but Newcastle is they, a big club. Yeah, it's a big club. It's, they've got history. Yeah, they are a big club, but they're not a good club anymore. So I, think just they're, big club I think their history. ability to get them back up to where they were, like in Kevin Keegan days, that could be a motivation the for, movie some, for some people. The people who watch the movie, people are going to be like, let me get involved now. <laughs> You threw it back, boy. Flipping out. <laughs> but Munoz, is it not the same as like City, for example? Like, yeah, when they got that marquee signing of Robinho, I think it was, yeah. Before that, they had a, a few before that. But, yeah, Robinho yeah. thought like, he was going to United. Yeah, but <laughs> rightly or wrongly, like what was the, the attraction to go to City at the time? Yeah, you're right. Because even then, City are... But then City and... Bro, City that City, City said you're different. signing for United, you know. You came. <laughs> Blue sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he, he said he, he thought there was only one team in Manchester. That's what well, I, mean. I was saying. From when I came from Africa, I only thought there was only one team in Manchester. Nah, like, but to be honest, to, to go on Calvin's point, Calvin is right. Like it's the same thing, and I think what Shalom said is correct as well. Newcastle has more clout, more history, big stadium. Look at uh, the state. Yeah, only the state. only team only team in Newcastle as well. So fan base is big. They they historically, especially like in Fran- in France. Historically, they've had a lot of French players go to their club so they can look into into that market and now get the actual good players instead of the players. Yeah. So, I, bro, like Shalom said, man, it's in their best interest because it'll be a problem, man. It'll be a problem to stay up. I'm telling you, they should get relegated. If they stay up, it will be a big problem for everyone. I'm telling you guys now, big problem. So let's hope they go down then, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. The thing is, that the potential is that, like, obviously, Tab was saying in January they can recruit but bro, you you know, come December, and if, if you're already stinking up the joint, it's hard to get out of that zone. I mean, it might be like a last day thing, but we'll, we'll see anyways. We'll, we'll see. One thing for certain on them, though, Munya, just quickly, they need to sack Bruce ASAP. I know this is a thousandth game today and they want to let him have that, but he needs to be getting sacked in the morning. <laughs> well, who's coming, though? That's the thing. Bro, because... Jose is doing his thing. Like, Jose, <laughs> Jose. I said, I've got a close... But he's nuts, man. He's <laughs> A big, big fool. But the thing is, they're getting ready again. The way they're moving is nuts. So you have to get a, a manager to come in, change everything, and keep them from ready again. They might as well get Big Sam. <laughs> if you don't want to move that way. Then. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but um, anyways, moving on to the next game. As I mentioned at the start of the pod, um, Sadio Mane was inducted to the Premier League Centurions. Um, I mean, Andy, straightforward win for you, not really, against um, a terrible Watford. Um, Claudio Ranieri's first game was never going to be easy uh, obviously being Liverpool but you know a dub was expected a dub was what you got had to, yeah. you know the front three scoring happy days man that, yeah I think that's why I wanted to touch on like our front three all of them being on the score sheet again because it's been a it's been a minute if you it's been an actual minute that all three has, have been on the, on the score sheet sorry so yeah I'm quite happy about that Firmino hat-trick even though the hat-trick was um all of them were tappings, but he was at the right place at the right time. You have to be there to tap them in. So, yeah, um, fantastic hat-trick for him. Confident booster. Mane had a good game. Um, Salah, 
Dilla Madness again. Yeah, I mean, it's looking so far, it's looking good. Um, against teams that we should put away, we've put them away. Um, like Tosin said, um, according to him, in our two games against our fellow challengers, we've looked iffy. Um, I don't I don't personally think so. Um, but you know, it's time that obviously next week's game against United is another test to see if we, you know, um can actually get a dub against one of our you know top six or title opponents. And um, I hope to do it, man, then. Do you expect is... to beat United? Sorry? Do you expect to beat United? Um, yeah, I'm pretty confident. I can't lie. Um, you know, last yeah, last season we beat them at Old Trafford for, I don't know, since, since when. Um, but they will tell you that obviously they weren't playing for anything. So it is what it is. Um, which, which fans will tell you that, bro? You know who, your brother, man. Ah, I see, I see, I see. Um, so yeah, we gave them we gave them four piece last season at, the, at their ground. So I don't I think we're in a good form. They're not. So I don't see why we cannot collect the three points, man. Unless they do the sit back tactic again, which they like to do sometimes. It'll be different as well, Andy, because remember we got fans back in the stadium as well. Yeah, but that should you know that should equally motivate the Liverpool players as well. Um yeah, we'll see, man. United, United are not looking good. They've not been looking good, especially at home as well. So, but at the same time, this can also be a motivation for them, you know, because it's Liverpool. So it'll be a good game. But I'm pretty confident. We will finally get a test um, this week as um, Champions League returns, and you Mexico, yeah. where you have Fabinho and Alisson waiting for you guys. That's going to be a big game, man. How, how are you feeling ahead of that game? Yeah, that game, I'm a bit nervous, man, because, yeah, Atletico, they hurt us a couple of, just before COVID um, and lockdown in the Champions League. And, you know, they've they've had the weekend's rest. You know, the league gave yeah. them rest to rest for this for this particular game. So they've they've done all their homework against how, how us. So. Premier League, man. See what your age mates are. Yeah, they, they will never do that, man. But I think it's one of them in the Premier League you have to get consent from the opposing team as well. So, yeah, so Watford had to agree and the Premier League had to agree, whereas there, the league can just do a favour. You get me? So, yeah. Am I confident of a win? Are we, we're playing away, innit? Yeah, we're playing away, bro. We should get a win, man. We're Liverpool. But hmm. at the same time, it's Atletico. <laughs> Smoky settings, yeah. I mean, Champions League, man. So we should get the win, but... I'm this not. Is, I'm not that confident. Let me. Let's put it that way. This is your um, <clears throat> the first match since you actually last played each other. Was it? Was it the semi-finals or they knocked you out? Was it? The... Yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah, the round of sixteen. I think. The round of sixteen. Yeah. 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 That Morata finally bagging for once. <laughs> Can I? So before before we move on, yeah, because obviously Andy doesn't say that I give enough shine to to Liverpool or their players. Mo Salah, man, boy. Boy, loud it, bro. Make, oh, make it, make it, make it, make it. I can't even lie to you. When <laughs> that goal he scored, man, uh, man, I, <laughs> I was just shaking my head, man, because not, there's nothing more you can really do. Which man. one? Which one do you think is better? The the one against City or this one? I prefer the City one because of the occasion, but mm. I mean, in terms of what he did, um, that I I appreciate them both as much as each other. Um, both, both have like unreal tech That's yeah I mean bruv it's just stupid this is this is a question this is another question for the guys is is Mo Salah the best player in the world right now yeah and I'm going to double up on that question um, Prez and ask 
if it's no Mo Salah, who is the best player in the world? It's right now? either Mo Salah or Haaland. Because because I was at training the other day and someone brought up Benzema. Benzema is a shot. Benzema is a shot. I think Salah and Haaland, like, they're the ones that's been producing numbers across the board this season, every single game. Oh, so I'm talking the about 10 and 10, 10 for Salah, like isn't the 10, it? The 10 games that, that have been played, oh, Salah's probably the best, man. Sorry? Say that again. I said, if, it, if you're basing it on, like, this current season, yeah, Salah's been the best. I bro, think. if you see, bro, Haaland is moving mad, you know? I don't know if you've been keeping up, but... Yeah, yeah, I know he bagged yesterday as so, well. Yeah, now nah. He's moving Obviously, mad. yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's one of... I'm going to say Salah, of course, but... If I had to play devil's advocate or be a bit objective, Haaland is doing bits as well, man. Salah for me, man. I'd say Salah as well, man. I'd, I'd 100% go Salah because he is... I don't know. I don't even know how you stop him right now. It's long. The, the problem is we're, we're watching Salah. It goes back nah, to our point that but... we always watch Salah. Like Andy's saying, if you play devil's advocate, we've not really... you know, Watch some... Haaland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, what's impressive with Salah, though, is his, like, it's Salah, this season. It's Salah, like, how he's picking players out. Before, he sometimes he'd run into cul-de-sacs and yeah, go facts, down dark alleys, but facts, facts. some of his passing... Changed his game, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's adapted yeah. his game. He's, like, facts. developing. So, Salah is prime now. Or is he in his prime? He's in his prime, so, which is, which is prime. scary which is scary which, in itself. Which goes yeah. to my next question, yeah, because I was talking to my dad about this. Liverpool got to get the bag out or they lose it. Bro, you know you know what it is, man. We have to get the bag out. And if once not, you get the bag out for him, that's gonna cause a ripple effect. So that's yeah, the good bag out for everyone else. Very good question, Tab. I was gonna ask you, Liverpool fans, and also the the Vaba boys, should Liverpool either pay him five hundred k? Because that's what apparently he's, he's asking. asking okay, they, just 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 <laughs> just just say just let me just finish it, or go get someone younger, but even as that has no, potential no. over what you know man obviously obviously i've been you know mbappe this mbappe that let's sell salad i've said that in the past i hold my hands up but no the reason the reason why exactly what press said go with what you know yeah salah as well has been you know tabo will disagree but he has been consistent ever since he's touched the premier league yeah he's been bagging ever since the premier he's been Badding up this league ever since he landed. Every single record that you see is only Salah, but Salah since Salah. And Andy, well, if I bring up receipts from 2017, there were certains that were laughing at that signing as well, bro. <laughs> well, but would me. you man? Would you man let <laughs> like me. as li- as Liverpool at Drew? Would you want mm-hmm. to spend that bag? Yeah, that's a yeah, lot. Of, yeah, that's let, a me, lot let me exp- let me explain that. I think yes. I think we should throw him the bag simply yeah. because of what he's done at Liverpool and where he has taken us. He's a big part. People will say Alisson and Van Dijk has been the switch, which I, which I can agree with. They were the final pieces to make us that, that team in it. But Salah, is, is, he's, our, he's our superstar, basically. He's, yeah. our, he's yeah. the guy that, that's done it every single season. Even last season where no one performed, he was the only one that was performing. He was the only one that, that stayed fit, remained fit and, do it, and done his thing. You should yeah. give people like that. You should reward them. And will this have a triple of, uh, a ripple effect on the other players like Van Dijk when blah, 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 blah. They need to perform consistently like Salah. Then you will get it as well, in my opinion. In my Cause, opinion. Because the thing is, it's going to break break the weight structure. The weight structure. That's the that's and, and people I, like I, People like Trent and Robertson, who are the best fullbacks, arguably, in the world, are like on AEK and things like that. Like, you know what I mean? Liverpool are going to have to match that for the whole team. So... 
It's either you, you lot don't have to. You don't have to do anything. Uh, especially Trent. Trent will probably get a if he stays at Liverpool and Liverpool are passionate about keeping him. He's going to get a big contract eventually down the line as well. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You don't. But they don't have to do anything. But Salah, he deserves it. What like if anyone deserves this, him. Fair. Look at the numbers, man. Like, yeah. what, what more can he do? He's but if they don't want to give it, then you have to sell him so we can get you someone what, else. That, in. that actually is what I do think. Of, of his form right now makes this Atletico game even, like, perfect for him. A chance to then show what he's doing in the Premier League in the biggest um, club competition there is. So, yeah, he needs to, um, he needs to, yeah, he needs to. We, I think we, he just needs to be consistent across the board in every competition and then... As we've identified that he's probably in his prime right now, is this type of games against Atletico Madrid that you want to see the best out of him taking on other players from other countries? But yeah, we'll see. Um, Jake, sorry, mate, we've left you a bit late. Um, you lot had an interesting game against Brentford. 1-0 win, Chilwell with a very, very techie goal, um, can we say. Um, first time volley and just, yeah, top bins really. Um, difficult game because I think everyone knows now Brentford are a serious club that are looking to stay in the Premier League. Um, they've not made it easy for anyone that's come to their ground, as we all know. Um, but another um, duck, or sorry, blank from Lukaku. Are you, are you having any concerns there? Um, well, I said I'd speak about this more in the pod, so here we are. I just don't think we involve him enough. Like, it, you know when in the Euro final we subbed on Sancho and Rashford right at the end? And you could tell, like, with not having touched the ball, like, they just weren't ready for it. I think that's what Lukaku's having at the minute. Like, we just expect him to be that dagger that just gets on the end of goals. But he's not involved in the build-up play or anything really that much. We just can't get him the ball. And it just gets, when he gets those situations, he just looks like, for lack of a better term, a donkey at the minute. And uh, we all know the talent he's got. Like he showed it for the last two years at Inter, and he started off brilliantly for us. But he has hit these bits where it's just like, <sighs> yeah, I just don't think he gets enough touches of the ball during the game. It's not even as if he needs like to be a fulcrum or someone like Harry Kane last year, where he's doing everything. But it, it, I think it's just we need to find ways of getting him more involved because he has a lot like he has the technique to play these passes and he's not just there to finish goals like he can do a lot more and I don't know how we do that that's a two cool problem to solve but, but, which I'm but, confident Jake, he will Jake he I think um in so in four games or something in the Premier League he hasn't scored yet but he's always had at least one good chance that he's I was gonna fluffed. I was gonna bring this up then. Not concerning? well no he's only missed two big chances in the league this far, so we, that's incorrect. One of them was against Arsenal. I wasn't exactly on Andy's point. I was going to say that, if anything, um, I think in two games in a row, or maybe the game before last, he's had basically like a tap-in that was ruled out for offside. Like I remember watching the game yesterday, seeing um, Werner run down the wing, and I immediately knew that Lukaku was going to be offside. Like If he had just like, had the patience... Yeah, but that was because the Brentford defender pushed him. If you watch it back, the defender pushes him offside. Fair enough. But, I mean, again, um, he did it in a previous game where, um, was it the home game against... Um, 
I think your last home game, I think he scored, but it was offside. I've just, I've just noticed that that's something that he does quite consistently anyway. And I feel as if that's obviously just taken away easy opportunities to get tap-ins. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like, I mean, you, you go back to the Arsenal goal in his first game when he just stormed through. Like, it's, it's just one of those timing aspects. Like, I don't hold it against him. Like, I still am very confident they'll come through. But for me, it's it more, more involvement for him. I mean, yeah, looking at Chelsea's next couple of fixtures, I mean, I, I, I don't think it is going to be an issue. It was just, I was very surprised to see so early on that he's been in like a, well, a four-game rut, I guess, if yeah. you call it that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't expect it to kind of go on long-term. Nah, neither do I. Like, it is concerning, without a doubt. But I mean, I've lived the last year with Werner as my number, as my main striker. Like, I can, I can do this for a lot longer, waiting for my striker to score goals. So, nah, like, it is what it is. But the game overall, my God, like, Brentford are a good side, aren't they? Like, good team, man. You know, we're under it. Well, I tell you what, people don't give it, people don't. Sorry, Jake. Before you go, people don't give them credit, you know, because they really want to. Like um, even like press press try to say like they're passionate and they're this and that, bro. They're just good, man. They just got ballers. We just have yeah. to say how it yeah. is. But that Arsenal loss is looking like better and better, if I'm honest, man. Because yeah, they're actually a very good team at home. They don't they don't seem to get the results they deserve at home, but um, they do seem to get those like the wins on the road. But um, yeah, no, good team, man. I think they'll be fine this year. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like they, they were all over us. Like I can't remember that uh, time we were that under the cosh. Like I was watching that game, and like I was thinking to myself, like we had Liverpool attacking us at the cop end when we were a man down, and Brentford were putting us under more pressure. Like yeah. how we held on by the grace of Edu Mendy. Oh, uh, Mendy, man, he was pulling out some stupid saves, man. Mad saves. He is. It, like it's disgusting what he was doing. Like how how he was doing it. He's made a deal with the devil. That's the only thing I can think of because it was like he was just getting to everything. That one way, just like full on headbutted the ball from immediate range. Like crazy, absolutely crazy. Like he he makes it a lot more confident. Like I felt during that time, like if Mendy's in goal, we're not conceding, and he proved it to be without a shadow of a doubt. Jake, there was um I think someone put on their uh on their Insta, like I think maybe yesterday or so, like there was a question um they posed, I think they put it on a poll, yeah, and they said, if your keeper is the man of the match, does that mean that your team defended well? I think th- we have to contextualize that a little bit because so that looking at the defense, we had Shalabur, right centre-back, who I thought was pretty impressive. I felt he dealt with Tony quite well. You have Christensen at centre-back, who was solid. And then you had Malang Saar making his debut. That's a whole new defensive line to get used to each other. Mm-hmm. And as well, like Brentford posed problems that no other attack really does. Like You think of their corners. They put everyone up for them. They don't have one person back. Like The keeper is the furthest back, and he's the only one in his own half. Like No one's on the halfway line. Mm-hmm. They put in all these long throws. I thought we defended decently. Like I, I thought Mendy, like he obviously had to have a terrific game. Let's be completely fair. So we didn't defend fantastically well, but I thought we did. We did cope well enough. Like they were getting block shots. Like you think Shalaba getting off, getting back on the line to make that clearance. I thought Malangsar had a couple of decent interceptions, especially chasing Mbwemo back. Like 
So I think, yeah, like Mendy was the star of that back line. So you can't say they all had a great game, but I thought they did a decent job given the task at hand. You got you. I agree, man. I agree. Yeah, so, I compared it to our game. Sorry, Monio. Sorry. No, no, no. no. Go, go, go ahead, Andy. I compared it to our game, whereas the, the they were throwing the same thing. Not at that rate, of course, but they were throwing the same things at us as well, and we couldn't deal with it at all. And at least Chelsea dealt with it, and even if the defense didn't deal with it, the keeper dealt with it. So overall, yeah, you kept the zero, man. I, I, I was, I was impressed to be honest. Yeah. Shout out Paul Scholes, who on like, I think it's called the overlap, isn't it? Like that Sky Sports, like fan forum type thing where he said that Chelsea had the worst defence of the top four and United <laughs> conceded more goals in one game than we've conceded all season. <laughs> Says it all. Right. Says it all. Um, you're returning Europe. Should be a straightforward win for you guys. I think you're playing Malmo. So, I mean... Up, that... up the Malmo. Yeah, yeah no, no, should be winning that easy. Nothing there. Um or everything's all good in the Chelsea camp. Um, no Arsenal today, um, as they're playing in the Monday night fixture, and they'll also be playing on the Friday night fixture. So next week, for all our Arsenal fans, um, we're going to have a um, double-loaded <laughs> session for you guys. That should be nice, man. That should be good. That should be good, man. Why is it going to be good? <laughs> no, just to get some, some feedback and analysis from uh, the Arsenal boys, you know. Man. <laughs> Arsenal are... Uh, both home, so home to Crystal Palace on Monday night and then home to Aston Villa on Friday night. But for now, we're going to head over to the bar. I know there's a couple of guys that have got some shots. Um, Jake, you've got a shot for me. Yeah, my shot's obviously for Edu Mendy. Like, £21 million. Seven years ago, he was unemployed, let alone not even in football. Mendy. And now people are talking about him that he should be nominated for the Ballon d'Or. Like, that's just a fantastic rise of a person. So all credit out to him. I do also have one other shot, and I don't think we touched on it, but for Reggion and Dyer, like, I hate doing it for Spurs players, but for them reacting to the Newcastle fan, re- requiring yeah, CP to get the ref to stop the game, like all credit to them. That's fantastic work from them. Yeah, shout out to them, man. Obviously, yeah, the game um, was a bit mad. Um, had to be postponed or suspended, I should say, uh, for a fan. I heard that um, they're doing well in hospital at the moment. Um, but apart from that, yeah, um, let's hope they have a speedy recovery and good work from the guys to get the um, defibrillator ready for them. Um, Calvin, you got a shot? Yeah, my shot was for Region and Dyer, but obviously Jake's touched on it, so that, uh, that's me. Oh, we double up on it. Only time a Chelsea and Spurs fan are going to agree, so yeah, man, <laughs> save that. Have the shot together, fella. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do that. And yeah, I got I got two quick shots for first of all for Bobby Firmino um, with his hat trick, his tapping hat trick. Well done, keep it going. Let's get the goals in, and also a shot for Sadio Mane, of course, Premier League centurion. Um, yeah, nothing more to be said, man. I'll take a shot for that one as well, man. Keep it going, my guys. Um, I'm gonna. I've actually, I've actually got one last minute shot. Just thought about it just now. Oh yeah, go for it, man. <laughs> Shout out to the real star boy that is Bakaya Saka for getting Oh nominated. my gosh. Get a grip, uh, my brother. <laughs> That's not actually where my main shot goes out to. My main shot goes out to the franchise boy um, for getting nominated really? as well. Taking a lot of abuse people, over people, the People have been doubting him, sending a lot of hate. 
Say mm. no, let's this is where Toast coffee. starts sipping that Bexley. Water. I was gonna say Toast yeah, is smiling right yeah, now. That nomination warms me up inside. I can't lie, man. Hey, Toast, don't worry. Toast, you know how I felt with that ESL shout? That's how you feel when it happens. Don't worry, man. That's how it happens, man. Don't worry. Uh, thanks for your short, Mitch. And as I was saying, I've got one last short to end this. Um, I know Calvin said he needs to get sacked immediately, but shout out to Steve Bruce, 1,000th game. Um, a man that's still being professional, even though he's going to get the sack soon. Um, obviously, we hope he has a good future wherever he goes next. But yeah, that's my short to him, man. He's going to have eight, eight milli, bro. He don't care. He's laughing to the bank right now. But yeah, man, it's a wrap, boys. Um, thank you for um, coming and thanks for our listeners for keeping up to touch on the socials, as you know. Um, it's been a big week of fantasy, so I hope your team was ready. Um, game week nine coming up soon. If you want to grab that shirt, you know what you need to do. Follow us on the social. Be on the VAR bar. And yeah, you know the rest. Um, it's Munu, and I'm out with the boys. Peace. Peace. Hey, Love you. See you later.